Hey you guys, I'm your host Shahira Jones and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. As always, it is my hope and prayer that you find this episode inspirational and informative. On the last episode, I gave you guys an update, did a story time about what my status is, um, what's going on in my relationship arena and all of that. That story is still being, being written, just like I said the last time. There's new developments, but I'll get into that another time. On this episode of Dating with Herpes, as promised, I told you guys I was going to do an interview with one of our listeners, and we did that interview. It was a great interview. I know you guys are going to love it. So let's get started. Well, today I have a special guest with me. She's been listening to DWH for a little while and decided to reach out via email. Um, she just wanted to show her support. And after a couple of emails, um, she actually recommended that I do a topic about having the virus while expecting a child and what that experience is like. Well, since I don't know and have a clue about having babies, I decided to invite her to actually come on the show and share her story herself. So welcome Yvonne to the show. Yvonne, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it so much that you're sharing your experience with everyone. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, yes, my name is Yvonne. I will actually be 25 next month. Um, I have a five month old on the 14th and I'm also in the process of getting a master's degree in human and social services. Okay, good. Well, congratulations. We actually have something a little bit in common then. I got my master's in human services, so it's almost a little... Is that a little related? Um, yeah, no. Mine is more geared towards social, like, toward, like, social services. Oh, yeah, okay. Like clinical type of work, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. So, I just wanted to ask you a few questions. So, like I said, I don't have any experience about having children or what that experience is like having the virus and having children. So, I just wanted to ask you a few questions. Um, feel free to, you know, say, I don't want to answer that or, you know, whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. all right. So, first, I want to get the backdrop. Um, did you know that your partner had the virus prior to contracting it from him? No, not at all. Um, it was honestly a shock for me. Um, I'm not going to lie. I lived my best life. So when mm-hmm. I did get into a relationship, it was a shock for me to know that, you know, it took me being in a relationship and being serious with somebody for me to end up being diagnosed. Right. Um, it was a very tragical thing for me. I had, um, I was getting ready to turn 22. I was diagnosed in 2017. And uh, it was just a lot, you know. He was just like, I think you should go get tested. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, we were in a relationship going on a year. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I was just kind of like, are you serious? Like, you playing with me. I'm like, are you cheating on me or something? And he was like, no, I wasn't cheating on me or anything like that. So I'm thinking that maybe it was just something prior uh-huh. um, that he had that he just didn't know about. Because I'm not going to lie, he didn't have insurance at the time. And he wasn't really big on going to the doctor. Actually, his family, they really big on that either. Okay. Um, so, you know, eventually I did the whole guilt trip thing, like, it's all your fault, it's all your fault. But then I also had to remember that I had to put some responsibility in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was, you know, my decision to, or if not to, you know, use the condoms or whatever, or, you know, we thought we were committed and everything was fine. Right. So, it was just like one of those things to where now that, you know, I do have it, I'm more cautious. Very okay. cautious. 
good. Because there are still, because there are still like other things that are out there. Exactly, anyway. exactly. And so you just want to be careful, most definitely. Right. So how did you feel after learning that you contracted the virus? How how did the did it end after that, or did you, after a period of time of you trying to work with each other, it just ended? How did you feel after you found out? After I found out, I didn't have that chance to really experience the, oh, nobody will want me type of thing mm-hmm. yet. It was more so of we both knew we were both together. Don't get me wrong, it kind of made me drift away from him because mm-hmm. for a while before we even talked about it, I felt like, you know, you knew. Right. Like, I, like I just kept saying, like, you knew. And, you know, it was just like a, he was like, I really didn't, like, I swear. And I didn't, like, want to believe him or anything like that. And... You know, me and him had our, had other issues outside of that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so our relationship was getting rocky anyway, um, and it was just one of those things to where we ended up breaking up. But then I'm like, dang, I still got needs though. Right, <laughs> so right. Like, so like we still like fooled around or whatever, uh, but not together. But after a while, I cut I cut him off completely. Um, I just, I just left it alone because I actually went to a state of depression. Mm-hmm. And actually, when I first started hearing your podcast and I heard that first video you posted, I mean, you the first podcast you posted of, like, that state of depression that you were yeah. in, I had to, like, turn it off because I was, like, at work trying to, like, figure out, oh, I need a new podcast. Right. And I was at work listening to it. I said, oh, let me turn this off and just listen to this when I get home. Right. I was, like... I said, this is too much. <laughs> like, I know. I, I still said, oh. feel that way. Like sometimes, if I, I go back and listen to some old pos- po- podcasts that I've done, just to get ideas of what I want to do next, if I go back to that initial one, I'll I actually start crying because it'll take me back to where how I felt in that moment. Even though I've surpassed mm-hmm. it, it just takes me back. I don't know why. So after a couple of times listening, to it, I just said, you know what? I'm good with that episode. I don't ever need to listen to that one again. <laughs> I'm right. good with and that when, one. And and when I heard that, I was like, dang, like, I feel her. Like, I felt so unwanted. I felt like I didn't have the support from family. Mm-hmm. I had support from friends and stuff. And it was just like, dang, girl, like, that's messed up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I know. Like, I'm the one living it. Like, exactly. I felt unwanted. Like, I felt unwanted. I felt like, you know, nobody would ever want me again. I felt like I would never have children. I was like, my life mm-hmm. is over. I just want to die. But then I started, something told me to go on Facebook and look up groups. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Facebook got groups for everything. They like, do. <laughs> so I went on Facebook and I was just like, let me see what they got. And I found one. Mm-hmm. Um and I started listening to it. I mean, I started going on there and introducing myself and seeing how everybody was basically still living their best life. Like, right. this isn't it. Like, this isn't the end. Like, you have so much to live for. And I'm not going to lie, it took me a while to start dating again. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was like, dang, I now have to, like, share this when I want to get serious right. with somebody. And I'm like, I'm like, who's going to love me? I mean, really, like, who's going to want me? And after a while... I was like, girl, you was a bomb. Is that? I need you to get your life together. If they right. can't take you for that, you know, then that's not who you need to be. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But exactly. then at the same time, you have to tread lightly because if they're unaccepted of it too much or too fast, I'd be like, well, what you got? Exactly. <laughs> 
like, exactly. You know, I feel the same way. Yes. But no, I'm not gonna lie, like the one group that really helped me, and I don't know if I can give a group a shout out or not, but Is it a private group? Me, um Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Basically I'll explain it. It's a it's a group for women that's in our situation. And the owner has it as well. Mm-hmm. And she speaks big on it. She's actually out and open with it. Um and she basically goes around and just talks and talks to women about it and tells oh, wow. them how your life is not over. And it's amazing. Like her group is everything. <laughs> like it really helped me so much. She puts it she's written books, she's done everything. And I, I if it wasn't for her group, I promise you I probably would have lost my mind. So since it's not private, would you mind sharing what the name of that group is? Yes, it's called the Overcovers. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. I haven't run across that one. Yes, it's called the Overcovers, and I found it through other groups because you know I also found people in my city who have it as well. So mm-hmm. we have our own personal group. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I don't really fool around with with the guys in there though because they're a little older than what <laughs> oh, okay. I what I like. So. <laughs> I just be like, no, nah, I'm okay, but I think I got the women. Okay, uh, they are cool. really cool. Okay. Yeah. I haven't found a group to go to, but I have joined um a lot of not a lot, like three groups on Facebook. And one uh-huh. was a private group and I left it because they were a little too sexual for me. So uh-huh. but at the same time I found people in my city. So when I left the group, I was like, dang, I'm not in the group no more because you have to have somebody like kind of invite you in it. So mm-hmm. I connected with um, one of the guys that was in there. I was like, invite me back into the group so I can come back in. But he never did it. So, <laughs> But I was yeah. like, okay, it's, it's all good. But all right, so let's get into the reason why we having this, um, this interview. Um, when you first found out that you were pregnant, did you have any concerns about how the virus would affect your unborn child or giving birth, how that would affect your child? Oh, yes, I did. I mean, at first, you know, I got excited up. I'm pregnant. I'm like, dang, I'm about to be 24. Like, ooh, I mean, I know I thought I want to keep the father 30, but Lord, you, you pushed a little bit. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, once I found out, I was excited. I was happy. Once I started going to appointments, it was kind of like, this is for real. Like, mm-hmm. as I started progressing more, I'm like, oh, my God, this is a heartbeat. And, like, for me, it didn't hit me until I was maybe, like, three months. Okay. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, Google will be your worst enemy. <laughs> WebMD would, and all of that, yeah. <laughs> I would start Googling stuff, and I would be like, oh, my God. <laughs> my baby can be blind. Right. That was the blind. main thing. My like, yeah. Yeah, and, and my doctor was like, you'll be fine. Because I had, I told my doctor, legit up front, I got this. Because I had went and got a whole new doctor because I needed the OBGYN, you know, for the baby and all that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, I got this. What's going on? What's going to happen? And she was like, you'll be fine. You're not my first one. Okay, good. And I said, well, then, okay. But basically she said, because I've had it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Not like super long, but because I didn't just contract it. Um and I take medicine every day that I would be fine as long as you know I would let them know if I was having an outbreak before I went to labor right okay um I will recommend 
and I know it's hard but for any woman who is thinking about having a baby with this to try not to stress because even though I was taking my pills I stressed so much that I had outbreaks out the lot. really um yeah and it would be some painful ones and like I, I like one of them like I, I think that was the first time I ever experienced it in my, my in my anal right yeah um and that was a painful one right there. Um, I just, I would tell my doctor, well, I, I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I'm having more than I'm supposed to. And she's like, you're fine. That's just other stressors because I, I did have other stressors because my, my child's father is a horrible person. But that's another topic. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I had a lot of stressors. Of course, I was also stressed about having it and mm-hmm. trying to have a child as well. Um, but honestly, once I... She told me that around 36 to 35 or 36 weeks, if I wasn't taking anything, was when they would want you to take something. Oh, okay. Because it'll be in your system enough to when you get to 39 weeks. So, is it the normal, like, Valtrex and, or a Cyclovir, or is there something different since you're pregnant? No, um, I, I take, um, I, I take Valtrexavir. Oh, okay. And um, I asked, was that okay to take while I was pregnant? And they told me, yeah. Um, and I also had to make sure, you know, it was okay to mix with my other pills because I have other issues. Oh, okay. Um, and so from the jump, I've always been taking this. Um, and, you know, that was a whole experience for me because I felt like I just really didn't want my son to be harmed in any right. type of way because of me. Um, and I would have felt like if he would have came out with any, with any issues, it would have been my fault. Yeah. Um, and lo and behold, it was time. I ended up having him at 36 weeks. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I did. I had him at 36 weeks because I was like, your blood pressure went a little too high. Okay, <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't induce you. And honestly, once they told me they were going to induce me, that pain started coming. I honestly forgot that I had what I had. Really? Um, <laughs> I did. Uh, I was like, little child, but honestly, I, I, I didn't feel anything, though, okay. before. So I knew that everything would be fine. He came out exactly fine, and I should have asked my doctor after how, because they said you could normally tell immediately. Oh, really? Um, yeah, you can, you can tell immediately. So did they did they say, how can you tell immediately? Did they give, uh, like, yeah, any examples? So, it was like if he comes out and it's like in his eyes or mouth or anything, they think the baby sister is so new and their skin is so sensitive that they'll immediately react to it. Okay. So the eyes will immediately like bump so immediately start forming or, you know, uh, use, I mean, I don't, you know, hear me right or, you know, use everything that I say because I'm not a doctor. Right. Um, but uh, I'm just repeating what they said to me. And that's why they also keep them in the hospital for like, some extra days. Oh, for to, to also, observe, yeah. Yeah, and to also make sure that my son ends up having jaundice, so he stayed a little longer than he needed oh. to. So, so my doctor was also able to, uh, you know, look over him more. Okay. Uh, so he ended up being 100% okay. A part of me is kind of curious, though, because he has a rare blood deficiency. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if... Because it's when my blood and his blood mixes, it causes it. And I'm curious to know. I know that, you know, it's not in the bloodstream. But right. I'm, I'm curious to know if something triggered that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really no research to know. It's nothing. Honestly. I was about to so ask they, Yeah, they were like, it's really nothing to know. Because, like, they said a lot of people, a lot of black men have it. It's, it's only a black African-American man. Oh. Like 
Um, and so it's just like, I didn't know if it was because of my situation or if just me and his blood just didn't think like they did. So in that case, you know, that's something that he has to watch out for. He has to wear play schools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but he had a heat kicking and, and rolling over. He just started rolling over. Oh, and, he getting ready and, to start crawling and then walking. And- <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm I was just going to say, it sounds like you did have a natural childbirth then. I did, but I got it. I got an epidural at the end because like, cause I was done. I was done like, like three days. I'm oh, my it. God. <laughs> I was over it. I was like, you need that epidural because, listen, I'm over it. I don't think I would have made it no further. <laughs> No. So, so how it sounds like from what you said earlier that despite your fears in the beginning about having or how you felt towards your ex-boyfriend in the beginning, you have overcome any fears and you've you like you said you're a boss. So how how has your experience been since? Have you been dating or have you been just concentrating on your baby right now? Honestly, I've been multitasking everything. It's actually me and my ex are back friends now. Okay. Um, we're just cordial because we started off as friends anyway. Um, and so now we're just back friends again. Um, and he just checks with me every once in a while. But it refers to my personal life. Nothing stopped anything, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would let them know. As long as I got a good vibe, you know, I would let them know up front. Okay, um, yeah. And it took me a while to do that because I, I got rejection. Mm-hmm. I got rejected a lot. More than I got a yes, I got rejected more than mm-hmm. I got yes, and a lot of them will come back later. Right, like, they do. They you? do do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't you remember what I told you? Or no, okay. Well, I can see it, they they have a little time to process and then do their own <laughs> research. You know, after the initial shock. But do you yeah. feel? I don't. I don't feel this way now because I haven't had a lot of rejections in my later years. But in the beginning, uh-huh. um, when I was rejected and they would come back, do you feel kind of like no, like you shouldn't have rejected me in the first place? You know, do you have that type of feeling, or do you give them another chance? No, I, I let it go because okay. it would be, be different if I told you, and then like you would hit me up maybe like a week or so later. It'd be like months later. Hmm. And I'm like, hell, I done moved on now. Like, <laughs> I'm not interested in right, anymore. Like, right, Like, I, well, I'm not going to lie. Like, the first couple of, like, the first year was hard because it was just like I was dealing with it and still trying to have a life. Mm-hmm. Um, but after but after I had my son, I was like, yeah, mama going to have to get back in the game. <laughs> I was like, I've been single for two, like, I've had, you know, you know, I've done some things but mm-hmm. I haven't had a relationship I haven't had a relationship since my it's, it's 2017 um so it was just one of those things to where I took time to get myself together mm-hmm. and now I'm ready for a relationship and now I'm back out dating mm-hmm. I actually recently tried Facebook dating <laughs> really I have not tried that yet what I was that like I'm still doing it but uh, it's actually like a, a Tinder Oh, okay. Like, um, you just get on it, and even guys that aren't your friends that you never know live here, uh-huh. um, live in your area, 
will like pop up and they'll like you and they're like like right now I'm actually bonding with this guy that I just met and normally you know how guys like talk to you for like a month before they meet you right right me and him actually talked for like a week and like that next week me and him went on a date really um, yeah and like me and, him, me and him were bonding so much that on that date I just straight up told him really and, I did because at this point I felt like I'm too grown. Thank you. And yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, if anybody, like, honestly, if anybody was to walk up to me right now and be like, "Did you have this?" Yeah, but do I go around yelling <laughs> it? No. Exactly. Um, exactly. That's how. I, that's how I so, am now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like one of those things where it's like, yeah, I got it, and I'm not having sex with you, so why do you care? I like, love that you've gotten to this point so quickly. It may not seem quick to you since it's been a couple of years. But I, it yeah. literally took me years to get where you yeah. are, you know. So I love that you were able to, you know, be like, you know what? I have it. I'm going to keep living. If you can't deal with it, then you can keep pushing too. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Yeah. And I felt like I had to do that for myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't like, I'm not going to say I forced myself, but I had to. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like I deserve to be loved. Right. And, you know, with God on your side, you can do anything. You right about um, that, yeah. And I just prayed every day for God to just give me strength, not you know just strength so I can go out and date people, but mm-hmm. strength so that I can mentally be able to go back to not the old me, but a little bit of the old me mixed with the new me. Right. Um, I just wanted to be able to live again. Uh, I didn't want to tread on my path. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I know a lot of people who are stuck in their past and. That's just not what I wanted to do. I yeah. I feel like I was too young. I'm too young still, mm-hmm. um, and I have a whole life to live. And now that I now I have a whole life to live for a child, mm-hmm. um, and like you know, I love my son to death, and it's crazy how fast you can love someone. Yeah, and you've only known them for a short amount of time. Um, but mm-hmm. but that's why. But back, like like back to the guy. Like yeah, me and like, I told him, and he just looked at me. And he was just like. Okay. <laughs> I'm just surprised. Like I'm always surprised when they do that. Like you don't care. <laughs> and I was like, you don't care. And he was like, honestly, no. He was like, I'm bothering with you. Like, mm-hmm. like, and like I was like, you got me a little worried. He said, don't be. He's like, I'm bothering with you. He was like, we all got our drama. We all right. got our demons. And he was like, you know, I'm not about to just sit here and let that not let me get to know you. That's wonderful. That's I love that. And I was like, boy, you better stop. <laughs> God, it just make you melt like, oh. Yes. And like literally like legit me and him like text like every day. I mean, it did not be like immediately like back, tick, back, tick, back, tick, mm-hmm. back. But it's just like, you know, we got jobs and we mm-hmm. text when we can. But we conversate like every day and we maybe making it work now. He yeah. got his own little issue. He got his own little issue going on right now. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Um, I'm not gonna just up and just fall in head over heels in love with him because you know I'm also dating other people. Right. I, I, I told myself, you about to turn 25. This is the year of dating, baby. Right. <laughs> don't yes. don't let nobody tell you nothing. Like date. Yeah. Yeah. You still you, young. Baby. Do you exactly? Do yeah. you have fun? You know. Just and don't let the situation and don't let the situation, you know, determine your life. Exactly. 
That's my whole all thing. They do like, you yes or no. So. I think that's what I preach all the time. Don't let your fears, because that's the biggest thing, is the fear. Like, it's not the mm-hmm. virus. It's the fear of rejection. It's the fear of being judged and all of that. And we let that dictate our future, our destiny, everything. You know, because I did it for eight years, and I'm like, how? Why was I so crazy? Like, why did I let this little thing? take my whole life away like it was ridiculous when I thought about it so I'm, I'm just so happy to hear your story I'm so happy like that you got to that point you know of just saying you know what I don't care I have it let's let's do it let's let's continue to live I love that you did that quickly and not waited yeah. like me for so long what? and I feel like everybody is different so mm-hmm. I don't knock your I don't knock how long it took you because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's different. Of course, in your case, yours is in a different time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, open yeah. like everybody is right now. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a huge factor. And the stigma yeah. was even worse back then, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I was told that people thought you just gonna die. Yeah, like, <laughs> I had my friend, Um, I forgot what episode this was, but I had my best friend on, and she said that someone in her family had it and her family members is like don't drink behind them don't touch them mm-hmm. don't and i'm like mm-hmm. are you serious and she was like yes i yes. actually actually had that happen to me like that episode was crazy because i actually had that happen to me really i had, I had, I had shared i had shared it and you know after that it was like well dang make me uncomfortable why don't you but i i, I sat down with that person and basically explained to them how that was making me feel yeah um and they understood what I talked about it. And then I had to explain to them, like, you did it. Mm-hmm. Like, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't catch it, I'm doing stuff. Right, so, exactly. But, like, you know, you... for a long time, um, before I started really doing research, I was like, you know, I don't want nobody to share a towel. Well, let me wipe down the toilet seat. You know, after mm-hmm. I used, mm-hmm. I was thinking all kinds of stuff. Like, I, th- I didn't really know. But after I started educating myself, I was like, okay. I mean, recent, there's been some things, you know, that I recently learned, like in the last year or two. And so it's, it's just crazy how we let misinformation you know, just dictate, you know, what we do and how we live and it's crazy. But I'm not gonna keep you. I appreciate you so much for coming on here and sharing. Just like I said, um, I say it a lot that we don't have these experience in lives just for ourselves, but they're for other people. So I know that your story is gonna touch somebody else on here. So I just want to thank you for being open enough and you know volunteering to share your story is there anything else you want to like say before we end i will say be strong um especially if you're new to this because this is a this is a process um don't let it make or break you don't let it make you feel like you're not loved you're not wanted just know that whatever you're going through will pass um and just believe in yourself because I feel like a lot of people don't have that support system. Right. Once, you know, they find out what they have going on and they have to figure it out on their own, kind of like I had. Because mm-hmm. um, even though I shared my story with people, they couldn't understand. Right. And so I had my mental breakdown. I 
I had my cries. I was crying to R&B at one point. Like, I was crying to all the songs. So it was just like, you know, I was like, I was crying to R&B. I was crying to gospel. I'm like, Lord, why me? Right. Like, stuff like that. <laughs> like, you just got to remember, the Lord doesn't give you too much that you can't handle. That's true. You know, too much that you can't bear. So I'm not trying to tell anybody to just rush it and get over it, but... Your process is your process. Like you said, it took you eight years, but it only took me about a good, what was that, 17, 18, I think a little bit of three. So it just really depends on who you are and, and how well you handle, you handle that pressure, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's going to do it, you guys. I want to thank Yvonne so much for sharing her story. Um, like I stated in the interview, she inter- she volunteered to do this interview. So I want to thank her for being so open. Um, it kind of gives you a different perspective. Me being in my 40s and she being in her 20s, it kind of gives you two ends of the um, age spectrum. So for our younger viewers or listeners, um, you can see that you know it, by her sharing her story, she didn't give up on love. She hasn't given up on having children. She hasn't given up on dating. She's continued to live her life just in the same that I said for the people that are in their older ages as myself, you know, life doesn't end when you get diagnosed. So I hope that that was the inspiration for you guys. Um, as always, if you want to reach out to me, you can actually email me at yahirajoneshope at gmail.com. That is Y-A-H-I-R-A-J-O-N-E-S at gmail, gmail.com. Actually, I said that wrong. Y-A-H-I-R-A-J-O-N-E-S-H-O-P-E. Don't forget the hope at gmail.com. I should do a t-shirt about that. Don't forget the hope. That's a good little slogan. (laughs) But um, you can also, if you're listening through Anchor, you can press the message button at the bottom of your screen. Or you can go to your show notes on whatever streaming platform that you're listening to this podcast on. Whether it's Spotify, Apple um, Podcasts, whatever that's called. Um... You can press the show notes and leave a message that way. Until next time, I'm your host, Jaira Jones. Be safe and God bless.